HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Hello, welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Akiko Katema, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcast live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see, we see sushi at every daily and supermarket, but what is beyond the sushi? We hear dashi, ramen, izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Makoto Suzuki, the chef owner of many popular Japanese restaurants in Brooklyn, uh, including Bozu, Samurai Mama, uh, Brooklyn Bone Factory. And Makoto came to New York to become an actor and somehow became one of the most successful restaurateurs in New York City. So today uh, we will talk about Makoto's interesting career path, challenges he faced when he opened the first restaurant in Williamsburg 13 years ago, his key to success as restaurateur, and much, much more. But quickly before we start, Japan Needs is available on Heritage Radio Network website as well as iTunes and Stitcher as podcasts. Please go to iTunes and Stitcher and subscribe to Japan Needs. Also, if you have any ideas about topics of the show or show guests, please let us know. And you can email us at japanneeds at heritageradionetwork.org. Now, let's start the conversation with Makoto Suzuki. Hello, Makoto. Welcome to Japan Needs. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. English. Okay, so you opened your first uh, restaurant, Bozo, in Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, yeah. in 2004. So how many restaurants and what kind of restaurants do you have? Um, currently, um, I have uh, six full-size restaurants and two cafes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, are we going to talk about uh, Bozu specifically yeah. a little later? But uh, what else do you have? You have um, Samurai Mama is a udon restaurant. Uh, yes, a homemade udon noodle restaurant, Izakaya. Mm-hmm. 
and also uh, samurai papa is a homemade ramen noodle. Mm-hmm. Plus, oh, I have two samurai papas. One is ramen and sushi. Another one is ramen and soba, mm-hmm. teuchi soba. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, momo sushi shack. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's kind of fusion. Mm. And also uh, broken bowl factory. Mm-hmm. It's a cafe and a meatball bento box and pastry. Mm. And it, I heard it's a very serious cafe and it's uh, the home uh, roasted coffee beans that you serve. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, so, and I heard a mash- Samurai Mama is a Michelin Guide recommended restaurant. Sorry? Yeah, Michelin. Uh, oh. Right. 2017 Michelin Guide. I think it's recommended Samurai Mama. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I recently, um, I think it's Bose, no? Uh, uh, I think it was some my mama. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> or maybe Bose, too. Yeah, I have to check. Yeah. Wow. But anyways, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> right. um, so, when and why did you come to New York? Um, I came to New York 2000, no, 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 I mean 1992, the first time as an actor, as a member of a theater troupe, we performed in the Lee Strasberg Institute for one week. And, and you know, I was really impressed by the audience because <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers are very free, you know. Mm. <laughs> if it were in Japan, the audience is very quiet and then they're checking each other if it's good timing to laugh or not. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, very conservative, right? Mm. So I believed uh, maybe this audience grow the artist. So I wanted to come back to New York to study acting. So I went, when I went back to Japan, I talked to my agent, and then so gave me a six months vacation. Mm. And the six months became twenty three years. <laughs> <laughs> and I never dreamed about having a restaurant myself. Mm, that sounds very classic New York story. <laughs> right. um, so, uh, what kind of acting career? You said it's theater. In- yeah, mostly theater. Mm. I have only two movies. But the last one was really memorable. I, I worked with Akira Kurosawa. Mm. I was his uh, very last movie called Madarayo. Mm. And then, uh, if you, okay, if you see this movie, uh, the opening is, is a title, Madarayo. Mm. Then next you see a close-up of the classroom door. Okay. Then one student comes in and say one word, kita, kita. <laughs> that, that's me. That's you. <laughs> but that, that's it. <laughs> mm. But it was the beginning. Yeah. Right? Very important. Yeah, very important. <laughs> so it's Mother Day. I have to look up <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Right? Okay. So um, so how did you get into cooking? Um, well, I don't know. Um, if I remember, uh, I think when I was a kid, I already started doing something in the kitchen. I was always hungry, mm. and my parents are busy, my mother is busy, so I couldn't wait for the dinner. So I was cooking by myself. Mm. And I remember uh, when I was four or five years old, <laughs> I only banana was there, right? And mm. then somehow I wanted to cut the banana, cut into half, and then stand the, the, the top, Nothing. Like, like a vertically. Yes, stand. and then 
tried to cut butt clay mm. and then slipped and they cut my finger. Oh, wow. And a lot of blood came out. And, oh, yeah. wow. and then mother came and what happened? Like, that was my kind of first experience mm. <laughs> using knife. Wow, and, but you never got scared. Yeah. Right? And got, kept cooking. Yes. Right. And then, uh, you know, uh, when I went to Tokyo to start uh, theater, mm. uh, always... We're bit we're poor, <laughs> always hungry. Right. So we always get together in somebody's apartment, mostly in my apartment, and then uh, I cooked for everybody. Mm. Yeah, three times, four times a week. Right. It's, it's cheaper, mm. right? And right. then, well, yeah. <laughs> right, but I know we've known each other for years, and uh, I think you like that entertainment. Part you to entertain other people. I think you. Oh like uh, right, right, right. Um, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, but then you know, in New York, um, you professionally started to cook. Right? Um, well, not really. Um, uh, first, I started as a waiter, and I, I got fired four times in the first six months. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> well, I was a dumb waiter, and also I really hate <laughs> the, the chef and managers, everybody at the time, mm. 23 years ago. They looked like uh, alien. Like. Mm. So you're yeah. at Japanese restaurants? Yes. I couldn't believe they're Japanese. Anyway, <laughs> so maybe I was young. <laughs> maybe <laughs> so, you're too honest. Yes. And then um, five years after I came to New York, uh, I need to obtain a green card to mm. stay legally. And uh, one of the restaurant owners, Mr. Kodama, kindly he offered me to be my sponsorship for mm. the green card. So I was so happy. But, you know, I have to know later, I have to work like a slave. Mm. <laughs> Literally, I worked 14 hours a day, six, seven days. And I, I thought maybe I can get the green card in a year and a half or two years. That's my lawyer said. And um, I was planning to go back to the theater right after the green card. Mm. But Oh, you had to give up a while. Yes, too. yes. Yeah. I was in a role in a, the studio. Uh, it's called Terry Schreiber Studio. Mm-hmm. And I had a role, but uh, I had to cancel. Wow. Because, yeah. I had no choice. Right. right. So without the visa situation, you could have been very successful. No. Even I passed the audition, mm. no green card, mm. no union, right. out. Wow. So, so, and also, you know, I had to stay legally. Mm. And that was the only choice for me at the time. Right. And, oh, actually, I transferred my credit from Japan to Hunter College. And mm. then I was ready to pay the tuition and then continue the student visa. But the tuition was double than I expected. Uh. I was seeing the, you know, residential tuition. Alien is double. Uh. So I gave up the students. So no choice. I had to go into the restroom. And I worked as a a manager, assistant manager. And my first salary was $60 a day. Wow. (laughs) And maybe half of the maybe the waiters. Mm. Anyway, and um, yes, but I really work hard. 
because you know I didn't want to waste time. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but then you know you got the visa. Yes. And uh, you didn't go back to acting. Well, <laughs> six years after I became forty-one, mm. and first time I became real realistic. <laughs> Wait a minute. With my age, I had to go back to part-time job, mm. and I go to the audition, right. and go back to poor again. Uh, well, well, uh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first time I became real, real very realistic in my life. Mm. Then, well, uh, maybe I'd better start my business. That's what I thought. Right. Because my goal is very... Uh, a very low. Uh, when I got the green card, I was 41. My salary was $120 a day mm. only. Mm. So I thought maybe if I open my restaurant, if I choose a very uh, cheap rent mm. and I work only by myself, I thought maybe I could make at least $120 a day right. income. Right. So, and then after six months, maybe I can hire somebody. Then mm. maybe I thought I could go back to the theater. Mm. So that yeah. sounds like you didn't go back to theater, but it sounds like no, you made the right decision. No, <laughs> because was is much harder. No way. I worked all day long from morning till midnight, seven days, mm. 365 days, first year and a half. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> so and then you opened uh, Bozu in yes. Williamsburg, Brooklyn, two thousand four. Yes, and it sounds like you chose a place where the rent is cheap, as you intended. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but how was uh, Williamsburg back then? Oh my God! Oh. Uh, when I opened Bozu Restaurant, two thousand, actually two thousand. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, two thousand three. Uh, I started construction, right? Yes. At the time, uh, no business at all on mm. the Grand Street. Wow. All the gate is closed. Mm. A lot of griefy. Right. Drug dealers on the street. Gunfires. Yeah, gunfires, <laughs> helicopters, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> screaming. Mm. And I was really scared even go to go shopping around the corner. Wow. <laughs> and when I opened my restaurant, my friend came and then the first thing they say, Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Why did you open such a place? <laughs> mm, right. Yes. But you you had a kind of intuition that it's going to be okay? In no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nothing. Mm. I didn't think about anything. Just, uh, just you know, I still believed I could make $110. <laughs> mm, right. So that was a very solid Yes. But you know line. what? The first day, bold sales mm. was... $86. Wow. <laughs> and I paid to the uh, one kitchen assistant and then one waitress. Right. <laughs> nothing. Oh, even wow. not enough. Right. <laughs> right. But um, so there is nothing else in that area. So no, I think you really did the right thing. So what is the biggest challenge in uh, opening, you know, the restaurant? The biggest the, challenge? Right. I mean, that time, and probably, you know, Japanese Japanese food was not as popular as now. No. And 
people need only sushi and tempura. <clears throat> right. Um, the big challenge. Um, I decided two things. Uh, I don't hire a sushi chef. Mm. Because, as I said, I had uh, many hard, hard time, uh, you know, treating those chefs and managers 23 years ago. Mm. And at the time, chef was so bad. Oh, okay. Right, you know. Mm. And then, so... Um, some people say that, you know, people who couldn't do work in Japan came here. Right, something like right, that, right? Right, 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 Yes. So, I decided not hiring a sushi chef, and also not carrying gari, the ginger mm. on oh, the okay. side of sushi. Pickled ginger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, why is that? What? Why not? Well, because uh, <laughs> well, first of all, we are not sushi restaurant, mm. a tapas bar. Mm. Okay. Yes. So Japanese-style tapas Japanese-style tapas bar. That's what I meant bones to be. And uh, sushi is only one recipe, one menus. Mm. And um, uh, that's why I created bomb, bomb sushi, you know, round shape. Okay, so the bomb sushi, uh, sushi is basically sushi, and uh, the shape is like a bomb. Bomb, like, well, round, I'm round shape. Okay. Yeah, and the toppings on it, mm. decorated. And it's still, it's a... I was significant. Fifty percent of the restaurant sales are bombs. Mm, okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. Brooklyn, Bo- maybe <laughs> I'm gonna rename the bombs. Brooklyn, Brooklyn bomb bombers. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you know, what's the difference between you know the nigiri is a regular sushi? Uh, but yes. Well, the difference is. Uh, um. Just a shape. Mm-hmm. And also, each piece has the decoration on it, toppings. Oh, so instead of just the regular nigiri, it's uh, more yeah. decorative and beautiful. Right. Mm. Yes. Right. And uh, also, I heard, I, I think I tried it once and it was amazing. And you have, it's not uh, dipping in soy sauce, but you have um, special three types of sauce. Ah, and then just right. pour over it. Yes. Well, sushi. When you eat sushi, you have to put soy sauce on the fish, not the rice. Mm, that's a okay. classic. This is learning. classic, but very important. If you put soy sauce on the rice, mm. you, your tongue touches the soy sauce first. Mm. You taste only soy sauce. But when you put soy sauce on the fish side, mm-hmm. and then first you eat right. Well, actually, soy sauce. And then fish, fish, fishiness goes very, uh, it's a good matching. Mm. So it's just uh, overwhelmed fishiness. Right. That's why, you know, fish tastes good. Mm. Fish and soy sauce is always a matching, mm. not for the rice. And right. then fish and soy sauce mixture mixed with sushi rice in your mouth. Mm. This is a harmony. Right. Yeah. And then the rice is more absorbent, so you get the extra soy, and then kind of overwhelms the vinegar in yeah, soy, yeah. Uh, the rice. <coughs> right. So the fishiness just stands out. Yes. So when we eat sushi uh, with chopsticks, we flip over the sushi on the side, mm. then grab 
and they put soy sauce、uh, on a fish side, but it's really difficult. Right. I think even for, for Japanese yeah, people. Even for Japanese and people. And you splash soy sauce? <laughs> yes. So, so I thought maybe I wanted my customer pour soy sauce from on the tops.、Mm. And、uh, also, I always see、uh, the American customers、uh, <laughs> mess up the table with soy sauce a lot,、mm. right? Put, dipping the soy sauce in a small soy sauce dishes.、Mm. I didn't want that.、Mm. So, so I encouraged customers to pour soy sauce on it. So that's why I had to prepare the already、uh, wasabi mixed soy sauce. Okay. That's the idea.、Mm. So, three one is non wasabi,、mm. and then a little wasabi, a lot of wasabi. <laughs> okay. I say crazy spicy.、Mm. And then, and the customer supposed to pour on it.、Mm. So it's more elegant and then you can control it. Oh, yeah, right, right. Right. Okay. So,、um, well, but I heard also that、uh, when you opened Bozu, you couldn't have a liquor license? Oh, right, right, right. I meant Bozu as a bar,、mm. but no liquor license. <laughs> and then,、uh, yes,、uh, I think that was a New York Post or a Daily. News,、uh, I don't remember. They came for interviews、mm. and、uh, they tasted the food and then they like it.、Mm. And then in the interview, the last thing she asked me was, How is the business? And then, well, you know, we had a bar. Bar with a liquor license is like a striptease with a dancer, I said. Then <laughs> she exactly wrote what I said <laughs> on the paper. <laughs> So, as a result, a lot of people came to. <laughs> oh, right, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was crazy. So. Oh, one、uh, more thing.、Mm. <laughs> Very interesting story. Oh, one of the waitresses was walking in the bar, and then one、uh, customer came in. And then he, he asked, What kind of restaurant? And she said, Tapas Bar. And then he was like, Really? And then once. Went outside and then came back with his friend. And then, hey, hey where, where is the dancer? Where's the topless? <laughs> what? He said, top, topless. No, tapas bar. <laughs> what? <laughs> That really shows how Williamsburg was like yeah, back then, right? I was hesitant to wish. Grand Street Street Bar. That <laughs> was the time. Well, anyway. Right. So, well, that was a rough environment.、Yeah. And so. Uh, sounds like you, you can get a legal license at the beginning, and as crazy customers came. So, that really sounds like you have challenges.、Yeah. Um, so, now you have,、um, you know, it's really an interesting concept, right? The Bose is now a restaurant.、Mm. Right? Yes. Right? And、uh, after Bose became popular, you opened a different kinds of restaurants, including Udon, Soba, Sushi Ramen, and、mm. Cafe.、Mm. So, why did you choose those categories of Japanese food? For your restaurants?、Um, I always wanted to do udon noodle、mm. because um, um, noodle is, is, is for, for any people, for, even for Japanese, for, even for American people. I think American people, when they're college students, when they get hungry,、mm. The only thing they can eat by, themsel by themselves is a spaghetti or a cup noodle, right?、Mm. So I, I thought maybe noodle is, is more like a nostalgic、uh, soul food.、Mm. And then that's true in Japan. Udon noodle is 
or even ramen. Right. And the reason why I picked ramen, I know udon first was udon is 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 more flexible. Ramen and soba, mm. you must eat right after cooked. Mm. After ten minutes, nasty. Right. But udon noodle, right after cooked, fresh one, crispy, tastes good. After thirty minutes, get a little bit softer and then salty. Mm. It tastes good. And then cook in the in the broth, and the noodle absorbs soup. Mm. Swallow. Right. Still tasty. Mm. Udon noodle is perfect. Very flexible. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've never thought of that because it's thicker. Yeah. And more gluten, so that's why um, it stays. Maybe I don't know. Right. And also, uh, my wife is 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 a crazy for udon noodle. <laughs> when we dated, what what do you want to eat? Udon noodle. Oh, okay. Next day, what do you want to eat? Udon noodle. <laughs> Every time, udon noodle. <laughs> Okay, like, and then she went to Shikoku mm. to study udon by, by herself. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Sanuki yeah. style udon. Well, that school was Sanuki style, but our Samurai Mama is not Sanuki style. This okay. is very important, okay? Okay. <laughs> yes. People are misunderstanding. Udon must be Sanuki style. No way. Mm. That's only one type. Okay. Okay. But anyway, I'll talk about that later. But anyway, then uh, we decided to do udon noodle restaurant. Mm, that's a very deeply yeah. personal. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then uh, all the broth and noodle, my wife made a recipe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. And uh, I asked those questions, you know, category-wise, because you are, I think, is a pioneer in Brooklyn to educate people's Japanese cuisine. And you didn't just stick with that, you know, uh, one category like sushi and uh, make other branches to make money. You do really try to introduce new categories of uh, new food of Japanese cuisine. <laughs> so, yeah, this, do you feel like, uh, oh, next one is ramen, next one is soba, next one is cafe, that kind of thing? Or why did you decide to expand? Um, I don't know. It just happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to eat it by yourself. I don't know. Like oh, uh, oh. I don't know. <laughs> um. But but the one thing in common they have in common is a uh, <laughs> uh, casual, right? Mm. Not high end. Right, fun yeah. place to be. Yeah. I don't like the luxury about food. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I go into a restaurant, it's almost like there is a little festival going on. It's always mm. some energy. So yeah. uh, maybe that's what it is. All right. So um, you have been in the U.S. for over 20 years and running Japanese restaurants for 13 years now. So how do you describe the change in people's knowledge and the palate for Japanese food? Oh, it's a big difference. Mm. Uh, where uh, used to be people knew only sushi and tempura sukiyaki mm. teriyaki right. yakitori but now they even know kimpira mm. <laughs> they know the words kemono umeboshi yuzu mm. yeah it's it's a big difference right yes and even sake 
They used to drink only boiling hot sake. They believe sake must be boiling hot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember、uh, when I was working as a manager in the city, one American customer ordered one bottle of sake, like carafe. He has two cups. Oh, I have a company? Do you have a company? No, by, mys- by myself. Why you need two cups? He used one cup as a lid. <laughs> wow. To keep warm.、Mm. <laughs> I, I, I can't, it's、wow. unthinkable. Wow. But now, you know, they're very educated.、Uh, sake, good sake、uh, can be a drink with chill、mm. or room temperature. Right. And then.、Um, Uh, human body temperature.、Mm. Each sake has a best temperature. Right. Yes. Yeah. But、like、never, a... never, never boiling hot. Because <laughs> I h e a r that the, the, one, the sake at that time was really cheap, that you have to get the flavor out by boiling yes. it. Yes. <laughs> If you boil, all expensive sake and the cheap sake taste the same.、Mm, right. Yes. So, <laughs> it's don't boil. Right. <laughs> So, go to、uh, your place and then learn how to drink.、Bubble. We have a th- thermometer. When we saw、uh, uh, uh, warm sake,、mm. we stick the t h e r m o m e t e r stand thermometer、mm. for the customer.、Right. And then wait until it goes up, up to 130 degrees.、Mm. Not, not more than that. Right. Like, oh, wow, that's a good idea. Yeah. Right. Maybe you should have it. Like every house has it for a hot sake. Right. Okay.、Uh, so let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll talk about why all Makoto's restaurants stay successful for years. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal. Bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table, be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit Corin.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats, broadcast live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katema, and my guest today is Makoto Suki, the chef owner of multiple popular Japanese restaurants in Brooklyn, and including Bozu, Samurai Mama, Samurai Papa, <laughs> Brooklyn Bowl Factory. So, he's a funny man.、Um, 
So I know that、uh, you try to make、uh, everything by hand as much as you can, and、mm. they use quality ingredients. For instance,、um, your noodles are handmade, salmon is white caught, and coffee beans are house roasted and use uniquely filtered chemical free water called kaikisi. So, what is your philosophy of cooking?、Uh, my philosophy uh, is uh, safe ingredients and then nutritious, and then also. I really hate wasting food.、Mm. And uh, so, um, you know, uh, when I, this is my philosophy of cooking.、Um, when I was single and then college students, and midnight,、mm. I'm hungry.、Mm. And at the time, there's no convenience store. At midnight, there's no place I can get any food. And I have my refrigerator, only a shrinked potato, and a, <laughs> uh, the, some,、uh, the chicken wing, and, and some, some daikon or whatever. And then, you know, I, I didn't want to eat, eat them just as easy, right? But、mm. then. Start thinking, what should I do? What should I do? What can I do? Like,、uh, then I grated potato、mm. and put water and let it sit. If you wait for maybe an hour, you get the starch in the, in the bottom, right?、Mm. I knew it. I learned from the, from the, when I was an elementary student, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then、uh, also, I, I, I take off the, 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 the meat from the chicken wing and then crack the bone. And、mm. then boil the bone, and then other, other、uh, shrink to shrink to vegetable, everything.、Mm. Boil, boil, boil. And then, and then、uh, and put some soy sauce. And then, and then finally, after an hour and a half, take this out, this starch, and then make it. Nothing that get. Toromi.、Uh, oh, sticky, for the starch, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, sorry, right, yes. And then eat.、Mm. It tastes good, right? Mm. Use a, use a, you know, creative, creativity here.、Mm. Because I'm hungry, I have a limited ingredients. That's the power of the cooking, I think.、Mm. I don't want, oh, I want to cook this, but I need this, I need this. Unless I have this ingredients, I cannot cook this one. No, 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 no.、Mm. Cook anything what you have. Right. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I, I always buy, when I open bowls, I shop around, around, <laughs> around the distance. I can go by bicycle.、Mm. Only, you know, in that area. It doesn't have to be very, you know, good、uh, material, as long as it's fresh. And、um, well, at the time, 14 years ago, 13 years ago, there's not many organic, and organic is way too expensive, so I didn't buy.、But, You know, as long as it's fresh.、Mm. And then in,、uh, in that area,、uh, it's a kind of Hispanic area. So、mm. there are many interesting ingredients that we never use for Japanese cooking.、Mm. Many different yams, and、uh, you know, many. So I use them for, for my cooking, but the touch is always Japanese. Using a you know, non Japanese material, use a Japanese technique.、Mm. And then.、Um, And then using the Japanese ingredients, add the Western technique.、Mm. This is what I did for 
uh, both because it's a fusion. So. Mm. And it's, it becomes more approachable. And also you utilize seasonal, local, yeah, yeah, and yes, fresh yes. vegetables and other produce. Right. So that makes sense. I think yeah. uh, Japanese um, essence of cooking is also yeah. local, seasonal, and let's say motainai. You don't yeah, waste anything. Yeah. Right. So that's like, uh, you know, the invention yeah. that comes out of necessity. Yes. And then my, oh, when I was cooking and making a new menu, and then my... Uh, my employees in the kitchen asked, Makoto-san, why use this, this material? And I said, because this is here. <laughs> <laughs> I imitated, you know, some uh, famous uh, climber. Mm. Why do you climb? <laughs> because the mountain is here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, profound. So, yes, yeah, so something like that. And he laughed because this is here. <laughs> mm. well, that's that's. I'm I'm serious. You mm. know, I want to use something I have now. Right. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to go to Whole Foods and spend like hundred dollars no. of everything necessary. No. But it can be. If the refrigerator empty, I go Whole Foods. But uh, <laughs> as long as you have something in the refrigerator, you have to use that one first. Mm. Right. That's yes. the chicken wing example. Also, it's like a slow cook. <laughs> if you name it differently. Right. Right. So, right, and. Uh, I heard that at least 6% of restaurants are closed within three years from opening in New York, uh, or even sooner, I think. But why do you think your restaurants can stay popular for such a long time? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I want to ask to the customers. Uh, I really appreciate, you know, they keep coming in. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I really want to know. Uh, um, um, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's okay. a miracle. I'm, I'm always lucky. Mm. I think I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, I think um, I have an impression that you treat your staff people, both mm. floor and kitchen, like family members. Oh, that's true, yes. So maybe I'm... I'm guessing that's a big reason too. Uh, could be, yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah, right. Oh, okay, yeah. I would say the new person, okay, uh, our restaurant's concept is like uh, uh, as if you're uh, throwing your ho- uh, home party, mm. your host. And then we are host, everybody. And then actually at the home party, you never say, oh, this is my job. <laughs> this is your job. This is not my job. No, 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 no. At the home party, we are, it's like entertaining each other and mm. enjoying. Be yourself too. Yeah, hosting and then the people, the guests together, enjoying. Mm. This is a home party. So suppose we are home party, like, you know. So, of course, you know, at the restaurant, guests paid money. But still, like a home party. And enjoy together mm-hmm. and then each other employ each other cooperate each other while labor department say might say oh <laughs> job description but hey forget about it mm-hmm. we are team right. yes and and always I say the managers uh, uh, the manager's job uh, kitchen guys okay there's a garbage in between kitchen and hall if they say Oh, this is a, belongs to the kitchen. The whole guy said, "Oh, this belong, oh, kitchen guy said it's a hole." The, the whole guy said, "Oh, this belongs to the kitchen." Mm. 
nobody pick up the garbage. Mm. Then the manager must do three things. I mean, three choices. Uh, well, okay, two choices. <laughs> <laughs> to decide who should pick up mm. or pick up by yourself. Mm. Yeah. So at your place. Yes, but uh, but uh, ideally, mm. you know, ideally, kitchen guy try to pick up and the whole guy say, "Oh, don't worry, this is mine." Oh no, don't worry. Like you know, this is mm. the best situation. Yes. So I think that's what you're creating. Uh, you know what? If only one restaurant was running, it was, I think, the best. That was the best. Mm. But uh, the more I have more restaurants, and then a little bit, you know, uh, this atmosphere is a little bit going down. That's what I realized. I feel kind of crisis now. So mm. now. You mean the energy of the place? Yes. So this year's resolution, I go. Back to the, uh, the restaurant hall, kitchen, more often. Mm. At least five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. have seven, eight restaurants. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, right. Um, but it's really powerful, home party, because I think recently I went to one of the most expensive and supposed to be really good restaurants. The server was so nervous and it, it's a joy to practice the. I went there very early of the evening. So server was uh, waiting customers. He was like practicing <laughs> what to say and you know following the manual. I was so miserable. <laughs> I was so really scared to be fired or something. And it's it's definitely not a home party. All right. So yeah. yeah, you have to have fun. Well, that's a high end restaurant. They must do it. It's uh, it's a, it's enjoying the ritual. I mean, right. Yeah, but. But I also been to high end restaurants. It's really, they have a home party too, so oh. I think that's really a strong statement to have home party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, by the way, in 2013, you opened uh, uh, Brooklyn style Italy in Tokyo called Kitade Shokudo. Right. So, what is the concept and why did you open it? Um, why I opened the restaurant was um, the guy. Uh, his name is Kitade. Mm. Actually, he worked for me at Bose as a bartender for three years. And then after, when I opened Samurai Mama, I sent him in the kitchen as a chief. He was mm. surprised. Wow, is it okay? <laughs> but I knew he could, he can do it. And then he was the opening chef, chief chef at Samurai Mama. Wow. And then worked for, for three years. That's totally. a, a substantial career development. And I sent him <laughs> to uh, the Udon school where my my wife went. Oh, wow. Yes. And then uh, he worked for me for six years, and but his wife had a visa issue. So mm. they had to go back to Japan. Right. And then and he wanted to open his own restaurant, but the, he's very chicken. And, <laughs> and his wife, he has guts. Hey, you have to do it. You have to do it. But he was like, uh, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, I have no money. Uh, like, mm. And then you know, she called me. Okay, don't worry. I want to open the restaurant. I was thinking to open the restaurant in Tokyo. So mm. oh, we'll do it together. And then, wow, mostly I invested. But... <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, yes, mm. that's how we open the restaurant. And the concept is um, he wanted to do a homemade uh, tacos. Mm. Okay, that's a good idea, very good idea. But 
only tacos you can make business. Mm. And the place we picked was in a kind of industry area. Saturday, Sunday, nobody on the street. Right. Like, it's in uh, Kanda, like a downtown. Yeah. Right? It's a commercial. Um, right, right. Yes. Right, kind of, Yokoyama. Right, like a Bowery yeah. street for kitchen yeah, right. stuff and stuff. Well, maybe it used to be all uh, time Winsburg. Mm. Yeah. So, um, no food, footage very low. So, only tacos can, and it cannot business. You must get the customer from the far. They're mm. using taxi, and you know, they they are come. They must, you know. Mm, There's a destination. Yes. So we have to add more, more food, and then he tried to make many things, but uh, nothing was really good. So, and then uh, we are opening in two days. We already announced, and uh, he started crying. Oh, what should I do? Hey, don't worry, don't cry. I'm like, okay, okay, let's do this. Uh, now you make some uh, Mexican sauce, right? Okay. And also let's make more uh, South American style sauce. Like, uh, you know the Caracas? Mm-hmm. They yeah. use them. Caracas arepa bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love their garlic, uh, garlic spicy mango sauce on the table. Mm. Hey, let's make that. But mango is very expensive in Japan. <laughs> and true. at the time was winter time. So, hey. I have a lot of persimmon in my parents' garden. Mm. And then I brought a lot of persimmon. And then wow. garlic persimmon and then uh, cayenne pepper. And then we make spicy uh, persimmons, mm. garlic sauce. Wow. That and sounds then, even fancier. Yeah. <laughs> and also I made a yuzu salsa. Mm. And, it, and also chipotle. I love chipotle sauce. Mm. And then those goes very well with Japanese cuisine. Mm-hmm. This is what we found in the, our kitchen in New York. You know, in the kitchen, we have a little Mexican guys working and for uh-huh. comida, uh, right. employees' food, family food. They use Japanese ingredients, but they, they bring their own sauce, arrange, and that tastes good, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's, let's do this. We make some sauces customer can choose, and but... Uh, the menu is like a yakizakana, broiled fish with daikon oroshi soy sauce. That's why rice mm. and miso soup. But additionally, put on the side, Aye. and then tell the customer, "This is a uh, this is what we do in the at, at the restaurant in New York, Brooklyn." Mm. And then people like the words Brooklyn. Right? <laughs> no, really, Brooklyn is a keyword in Japan yes. too. Right? Then, yeah. What about this? Huh? Make up your make up your mind, huh? Then, one 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 people came in from the street, and then he asked, "Oh, what kind of restaurant is this?" And then I explained exactly what I said two minutes before. <laughs> and then, oh, really? This is a oh, okay. It's like a fusion uh, of a Mexican and a Japanese. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Sounds interesting. And he. He went outside. Okay. Hey, Shige. His name is Shige. Mm. I already talked to, <laughs> to the public. You cannot change. <laughs> <laughs> then now yeah, we started out 
with this concept. Mm. And uh, we're doing very good business right now. Right, I heard. And yeah. it's a beautiful saying yes. too. Yes. Right. So, listeners, if you're interested, it's called the Kitade Shokudo in uh, downtown Tokyo. And uh, it's in the Kanda area. And uh, Kitade, K I T A D E. And mm. Shokudo, it's S H O Q U D O. Kitade Shokudo. All right. So,、um, do you still work as an actor? Um, I performed 2012, a year after the disaster.、Mm. Uh, March 11th, there was one performance.、Uh, for, the tsunami, the yes, yes. So we donated all the,、uh, the money from the, that show.、Mm. And, and that was the only <laughs> performance last.、Mm. Uh, 40 years, 30 years.、Wow. Yes. Well, you don't have to wait for any disaster. Maybe you can. No, 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 no. I'm not waiting for the disaster. But <laughs> I really wish i n g to go back to the theater. But、mm. uh, somebody, please give me any, any job, please. <laughs> so, auditioning. <laughs> yeah, I'm a really good actor, though. Please.、Mm. Well, I believe it. So,、um, are there any similarities between acting and cooking? Oh,、uh, yes.、Uh, Well, creation, imagination, and、uh, amuse people. And、uh, I don't know. It's, oh, interesting is, is uh, it's, uh, 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 communication with、uh, ingredients. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like,、uh, you know, talk each other. <laughs> Watching the,、uh, the daiko, okay, like,、mm. and then one bite,、mm. oh, okay, like, feel the taste, feeling like this is kind of the, the work with in the theater、mm, with、yes. the audience, with the audience, with the other actors,、mm. with the,、uh, circum- all the circumstances,、oh, everything, atmosphere, yes.、Mm, so, it's、uh, you're responsive to. Whatever surrounding you. Yeah,、them. right, right, right.、Mm, I'm, helped, I'm helped by all the ingredients, I mean, all the materials, all the, all the things in the world, you know, come、mm. to me and help my imagination and then give me the energy. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So it's very similar to acting. And right. And also, you、cooking. start people at the restaurant. The yes. Yes.、Mm, that's another reason why you were so, so successful. And also, the same thing, you know,、uh, when, when I performed,、mm-hmm. one day, a customer was very quiet and they left suddenly. When I see that, you know, always very sad, right?、Mm. Sometimes this happens in a restaurant. I don't know why we're doing the same cooking and then perform the same way, but sometimes this happens.、Mm. This, this kind of thing, you know, is really、uh, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always hot. Right, but that's life. Yeah, that's life. That's life. Right.、Um, so now,、um, what's your plan for the future?、Um, I'm thinking to. Uh, focusing on the、uh, Brooklyn Ball Factory.、Mm-hmm. And the cafe and.、Uh, yeah, cafe and bento box.、Mm-hmm. And Brooklyn Ball Factory, ball is、uh, B A L L. Ball is, means、uh, meatball. Because,、oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And,、uh, and I want to bring this store to Japan. This、mm. is my dream. I mean, yeah. 
okay. in, the, in a local area.、Ah. Not Tokyo, not Osaka, not in the big city.、Mm. Only in a、uh, local village. Like、uh, what Williamsburg used to be.、Maybe. No, no, more than that. More local area. Like、uh, people, young people, everybody went out and only elderly people staying there, like a always dying village.、Mm. Those kind of village. I want to build the restaurant in the middle of the uh, uh, farmer's field、mm. or next to the river or top of the mountain, whatever. Right. I have a good candidate place. Oh, really? It was、uh, my、uh, past episode, Douglas Diaz. We talked about that kind of place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So,、uh, where can we find your restaurant or whatever you're doing and the information about?、Uh, You know, whoever wants to know more about your restaurants, what you're doing, any website or anything?、Uh, website, yes. Um, um, yes. Oh, address? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Samurai Mama.com. Okay. So, Samurai Mama, it's S A M U R I. Uh, R-A-I. S-A-M-U-R-A-I. Mama. M-A-M-A. Dot com. Yes. And、okay. uh, Brooklyn. Ah, Brooklyn Ball Factory. What is it? BK Ball Factory. Dot com. Okay. So one word. BK Ball Factory. Dot com. And Samurai Papa. BK. Dot com. Okay. So S-A-M-U-R-A-I. PAPABK.com. Yes. Okay. Great. All right. So、uh, please keep us posted and、mm. uh, please come back. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you、today. very much. Right, so, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for guests or topics of the show, please contact us at japaneeds at heritageradionetwork.org. And Japaneeds is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher Podcasts. And please go to iTunes and Stitcher and write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. And today's show was made possible by Corin, and our engineer is、uh, Vitor Hash. And thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network. Food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.